Warning, this podcast discusses the books in detail. It may contain spoilers. Welcome to Books and Brunch, a book club turned podcast. We're so glad you joined us. I'm Katera. And I'm Kara. Let's sit and chat and snack a while. back here with books and brunch yay and I it's know, been it's, too long it's been way too long we had a little hiatus we were supposed to come on for our christmas episode and that just was that our trip got cut short and we ended up heading home early so that put a damper on things yes but i did post about it on our blog yes so you can check that out um and then we were going to record in January, and January was just crazy. But we did read a January book. We read Bridgerton. Yes. The series, well, there are several books, but the series is called Bridgerton by Julia Quinn. The first book is The Duke and I. The second book is... Uh, I don't oh remember my gosh, what it's called. The Viscount something... I can't recall. But they're the Bridgerton series. Can you see it on your Kindle? What it is? I know. So, and I, you know, I loved, I had never heard of Bridgerton. I had never read anything by Julia Quinn. And I watched the Bridgerton series along with most other mid-aged, oh my God, I called myself middle-aged. But like, I think most women watch Bridgerton series. Mm -hmm. It's a little steamy or a lot steamy. The second one is The Viscount Who Loved Me. Yes. And they were so good. I don't know what the third one is. Because I'm not there yet. Mm. I have been super behind with all of the things. I could tell you. Anyway. um, But yeah, so if you have not seen the show on Netflix... Um, Shonda Rhimes did a brilliant job. We love her. And, uh, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta, sometimes you just have to go with the crowd. Yes. Um, number three is called An Offer from a Gentleman. And then, so, so what we did was we got, they have volumes. Uh, so we read them Kindle-wise. Yes. Instead of paperback. They are sold in paperback, but we did the Kindle um version and we have gotten the volumes so right it's, so it's like the first three mm-hmm. the second set of three like three four five and six are in the second set mm-hmm. and then 79 mm-hmm. and i think you said they're coming out with another one am i crazy i'm not sure I but don't i don't know but um i think they are i think she's still writing them so there's more to come i suppose i'll keep reading it's fine yeah, they're short. And I've, and I've not pretty... necessarily been one for historical anything, mm-hmm. but it doesn't get you so deep in the detail of it being historical that sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of forget that it's a little historical. Right. Um, but I think knowing that, like, I've seen the show and mm-hmm. I can imagine the costumes and the settings and that mm-hmm. helps me a little bit. For me, it's a little bit of a struggle because I'm, like, expecting what was in the show. And so there's similarities, of course. But then there's Shonda Rhimes took some creative license, which I love her for. Let's be frank. (laughs) For sure. She did a great job. 
But no, absolutely. I I found myself looking for those details in the Mm -hmm. storyline. And I did miss them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're just so well written. um, And the character development is so good in each one that I just... I kept reading. So mm-hmm. I think I told you I finished. I just finished the fifth one, I think. Yeah, she's like way ahead of I got, me. I'm I just only kept going. Second, like uh, half, a little over halfway through the second book. Okay. Well, so what I think what makes it so easy to keep going is because they're sold in volumes like that in the mm-hmm. Kindle app. Mm-hmm. That you read the first book and it just runs right into the second right. one. So I'm like, well, why would I read something else if this is already right here in front of me? Exactly. So it, d- it definitely made that easy to just keep going. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So in our snack is just very English. We've got hot tea. Yeah. And we got scones. So we went really economic this time just because Kay's here on a short trip because we're here in person today. Yay! <laughs> and um, so we were we had to run to Target to get medicine and yeah. food. And- hey, and sometimes easy is just that. Like, yeah. the simplicity of it's it does not have to be a big deal. Right. I mean, half the time I sit in my bed... With a, a little bowl of like pretzel crisps or mm-hmm. chips or mm-hmm. just something little that I can just like keep my, it's weird that I'm like keep my hands busy, but like mm-hmm. sometimes you just want something to snack on. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it's as simple as a bowl of pretzels. Mm-hmm. And so we just got little mini scones and we've got some hot tea, which is not super hot anymore. It's kind of warm tea, but it does the job and it's like our nightcap. Yes. <laughs> so, um... I think so. If you're not familiar with this series, each of the books slash shows is based upon one of the Bridgerton children. Yes. So there's eight children. Yes. <laughs> In alphabetical order, which yes, I love. I know. I think that's a really cute idea. And Lady Bridgerton is, or I guess she's Viscountess. Yes. Is she Vic or is mm-hmm. she Lady? I think Kate is Viscountess. But at first, but she, so Violet is, Violet Bridgerton is the mother. Mm -hmm. Originally, she's the Viscountess. Um, And when the oldest son gets married, then she becomes the Dowager Viscountess, which means she's the prior. So I always get mixed up with all that sort of lineage. Um, And I, so this period of time is, I really love this period um, because, so... If you aren't familiar with Bridgerton, but you are familiar with other sort of historical shows, this is very much like Downton Abbey, though Downton Abbey is clean. There is very little. (laughs) I mean, it's not. So there are there is sexual content in Downton Abbey, but not as graphic as Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. I mean, the opening scene in the series is some pretty graphic male buttocks and right. he's engaged some in some activity <laughs> right so and i and i can imagine that that would be like ugh, mm-hmm. like that would be like hard off limits mm-hmm. for downton for downton abbey right yeah. or the what's the there's another one like downton abbey like call the oh i can't think of what it's called I will think of it. I know, because I was trying to... So, think, like, Downton Abbey, that sort of town... Right. ...time period of having um, this, like, lineage, which in in, in British... Or the crown. Culture, that, yeah, the crown, 
um, is very much um, current. I mean, they still have a lot of that lineage and um, hierarchy kind of naming of the uh, titles, like titleage. Um, or is it called tutelage? Is that what it's called? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, in any Call case. Call the midwife. <laughs> so, um, that Bridgerton is very much like Downton Abbey, except it's more romantic, whereas Downton Abbey is more of like just a drama. Right. Um, which, I mean, but Downton there's, Abbey There's is a little drama in Bridgerton, so let's be frank. good. If right. If you haven't watched Downton Abbey, you must. And if you haven't watched Bridgerton, you must. <laughs> right. Please do. Yes. So what we so we have um, Lady Bridgerton or Violet Bridgerton, who's the mother. Um, the husband has passed away many years ago from. Mm-hmm. So in the book, it says that he passed away from not a bee sting, right? It does. It does say a bee sting. So he passed from a bee sting. Because he was allergic. But yes. Of and course, I, in those times. I think they were unaware and. Right. Right. And, and so the, no the children are traumatized and now terrified of anything right. that flies. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved, I loved the alphabetical to the names. I'd always thought that if we had had multiples in our like in our infertility journey and trying to have children the likelihood that we'd had multiples was very high on the medication that I was taking and so I had always thought it would be super cute like if you have an A and like they call them A B baby A and baby B why wouldn't you just A B so they have Anthony Benedict Colin we have Daphne, who's highlighted in the first book and the first season of the show. Mm-hmm. We have Eloise. We have... Oh, what is her name? I lost it. It's a girl? Francesca. Are you sure it's yes. a girl? Yes, Francesca, and then Gregory, and then Hyacinth. Mm-hmm. There's four boys, four girls. The first three are all boys, and then Daphne, oh, that's right. and the girls are back to back, and then Gregory's kind of tucked in the middle. And then Hyacinth. And then Hyacinth, which I love because they highlight that that was um, their father's favorite flower. Mm-hmm. I'm not And crying. she was the baby <laughs> and, that, so and Violet, Violet was, pregnant was pregnant at the time right. when her husband passed. Right. Um, which I, I just, I love. It's just a sweet sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um but so the first season and the first novel um, highlights and goes over the story of Daphne and her first quote unquote season in society mm-hmm. being like presented to the bachelors, you know, that she would make a good wife. You know, she's so young, which blows my mind that no. that's, they're like, you need to find a husband. They must be like, what, 15 when they I, Yeah, like out? 15, 16, 17. Like, come on now. Um, and I think these scones are amazing. Are they good? <laughs> Sorry. Um, we have a recipe for scones. Do you we remember do. we made them and they were so good? And they mm-hmm. had a a glaze on them and they were very these yummy. Have a glaze on do them. they? Mm-hmm. I will have to dig into one here in a second. But so we're introduced to well the opening scene is Daphne's oldest brother having some relations um 
Um, but in the novel, we're introduced to Daphne as like as a family. Well, we're introduced to the family mm-hmm. and then separately introduced to Daphne and her being presented to society um, as, you know, she's coming forward to like look for a spouse. Yep. Um, and I just love the dynamic that she has with her sisters. It's very teasing, but she's also very motherly. Mm-hmm. And I don't get the sense early on that she is like all in and sold that she needs a husband at this point Mm -mm. um which i don't blame her i mean i i don't think at 15 like sure you start to think about it and you're like oh that would be nice right but you're not like i need to do it now right i mean i was even a little boy crazy at that age and i can't imagine being married and well and and what we have to remember in this time period is like Dating was so much different because it wasn't, it's courting, right? And so it's very much innocent courting. There and is chaperone. No, right. There is no kissing allowed. I mean, I, I don't even know if you could hold hands, to be quite honest. Like, it was, you were, like, dirty if you kissed someone before you were married. And we get mm-hmm. a sense of that, less so with Daphne, but more so when we, when you go into the second book with Anthony that like he so the second book is anthony's story right and he's the oldest and he is trying to find a spouse and he's kind of like so boys don't have seasons but he's sort of on the older echelon of this like right he have already been married. if he was a girl he would have been labeled a spinster right he's labeled as a rake though yes like there he's a floozy in the mail sense right <laughs> right and so, like, but he had, in the show, you get this sense that he's like, but I've had this family that I've had to uphold and make money and, mm-hmm. like, make sure the money is taken care of. And so, but he is going for the diamond of the season, mm-hmm. who is Edwina. But Edwina is very protected by her sister, Kate. And Kate and Anthony have this, like, love-hate thing that goes on. They flirt. But it's a they, little like, lusty. Hate each other, right. and they end up like kissing at one moment. And Kate's like, "You've ruined me. Like I can't." If anyone knows, right, right, like I'm screwed, basically. And so you have to marry me. It's very much like if something like that happens. Sorry, I'm eating. I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating my scone. Um, like if you're caught in a quote unquote compromising position. If you slip away to talk to someone privately in the hallway mm-hmm. and someone catches you, like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. The world that we would live in. And that does happen to Daphne. Mm-hmm. That she wants private time with Simon, who's the Duke of Hastings. Well, doesn't she go into the garden and then he mm-hmm. follows her? Mm-hmm. And they have a very lusty moment. But, I mean, she kind of, te- like, is like, come on. Right. Right. And they have this lusty moment and they make out and her brother sees. And her brother and the Duke of Hastings. um, Or friends. Or the Duke. um, Were friends, right, in school. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, nope, you're it. You're you're done now. You're in. This is it. You have to marry her. You can't continue like this. If anyone was to find out that you, like, used and abused her and Mm -hmm. she's no longer pure, not that they did anything else. But even that if someone knew that she had had contact or any sort of contact with a man like that, mm-hmm. that she would be, like, used goods. Right. 
And so he, the her brother is like, no, no, did you have to marry my sister at this mm-hmm. point? It's not fair to her to leave her in that position for anyone else to judge. So it's it. That's you. Mm-hmm. Do do with what do with what you do with it what you will. Right. Um. But yeah, it just that dynamic blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Having that kind of strict mm-hmm. restriction. Mm-hmm. Like I think now of my 14-year-old son, who I'm pretty confident has kissed a girl at this point. Has he ruined her? I, know, I mean, it's <laughs> just it's just not part of our culture anymore to have mm-hmm. it like that. But I mean, I still think we have a stigma of like even people who have children and then like they meet someone new and it's like, oh, she has a kid. Well, what Ooh, about being, you know, marrying because you got pregnant? Right. Same kind of. You're in it now, buddy. Right. It's just like back then it was much more strict. We and now it's not like law necessarily. It's just culture right. that it's stigmatized in that way. But then it was like right the law, basically. You know what's funny? And I just thought of this. It makes me think about the fact that, like, my father was put up for adoption mm-hmm. by his mother, who mm-hmm. I learned was 15 at the time she got pregnant. And she went into a home for unwed mothers. Mm-hmm. And her, I don't even think, I think most of her classmates weren't even aware that she had been pregnant. Mm-hmm. Her parents just sent her away. And when she was done being pregnant and had a baby, they took her home. Right. And she continued her life. Like, I... And I don't think that's an uncommon story. Um, I, I, anyway, I just thought about that in the, pro- in the process mm-hmm. of that. Like, mm-hmm. like it was easy to send her away because she had made this mistake or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a mistake because he wasn't a mistake because I'm not a mistake. Right. In the grand scheme of things. Right. Um, but to have that kind of like weight of responsibility at that age kind mm-hmm. of is just like... I can't even comprehend. And so to have such strict, such strict rules at that stage seems a little crazy, mm-hmm. but maybe not. I know. Well, and, and the other thing is that like at like 21, which is what like the Duke is basically, you've got to be ready to find someone you I mean maybe not even love necessarily like I think Violet describes it at one point of you learn to love them Mm -hmm. like this is a person that you will find to be a good spouse that you can if you're you know if you're marrying a man that like this is the man who's going to take care of you for the rest of your life and you'll learn to love him right and have babies with him and that it will be and for a man, this is the, the a woman who's going to make good babies for you. Right. And be able to care for, care the, for the children right. and the family. Right. Although I do love Violet's perspective. Violet married for love. Mm-hmm. And she had such an amazing relationship with her husband that she in turn encouraged her children mm-hmm. to marry for love and not mm-hmm. for station. Right. Right. Um, and so I do love that about her so much because... Mm-hmm. In that day and age, like now, nowadays, that's what everyone does. That's what you do. You fall in love. Mm -hmm. And then that's not the case. It was like this very ordered 
you know, checklist of, mm-hmm. and I think we still do the same thing to some extent, but sure. then what, like love didn't even need to make the list. It mm-hmm. just was like, can you provide mm-hmm. this, 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 and mm-hmm. this? And do you come from a good, a good, good family? stock? Right. right. Do you have family wealth? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, are you, yeah, all of those things, right? Or on the opposite, opposite end, are you marrying into a family to save you financially? That's what happens with the Sheffields with Anthony is that they're in this sort of financial yeah. predicament that they need to be connected to a financially st- stable right. and wealthy family to keep them sort of relevant in society right 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 absolutely and so i love that violet is very like i can understand if you want to marry for station but i want you to marry for love i don't care who it is i just Mm -hmm. i want you to make a decision that you're not going to regret and she i think she very much just relays like you know, it's mm-hmm. possible. I had it. Mm-hmm. It's out there. You mm-hmm. just have to be patient. Mm-hmm. And so I love that she encourages that for her own kids. Mm-hmm. I know this cone is so good. I know. <laughs> Thanks, so, Target. Sometimes scones can be kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. And like biscuity. But this one is, like, more how I think a scone is supposed to be. That, like, it's more, it's not even cookie-esque. It's like that. Cake almost yeah, to me. It's like that dryness. Like, what I imagine, I guess, like a um, crumpet would be, like. Oh, I wouldn't even know what that would be. I like. don't know. But it's just, I don't know, there's something about it that is very flowery. It's so good. Doughy. Mm-hmm. Um, we found them at Target. Mm-hmm. And they were on clearance. Yeah, they were. They're so they had blueberry. Orange. Yeah, so I think they had, it was like blueberry and white chocolate. And we got cranberry and orange. Mm-hmm. And they're very yummy. They are very yummy. Okay, anyway. Back to Bridgerton. <laughs> Sorry. So the Duke and um, Daphne get engaged mm-hmm. and they have a quote unquote like rushed wedding mm-hmm. because they don't want it to get out that they had this because what they find out is that other people saw the scene in the garden. Yeah. And so they want to stage it so that it was like. Well, they were already engaged, so it's, I mean, at the point of proposal, right? Right. It's not as like, oh, you're blah, goods now. (laughs) Right. Right. So, um, yeah, they get engaged and they have this quick, quick wedding. Yeah. Very tiny little small wedding. Meanwhile, the Duke is like going kicking and screaming because he has his own issues because his father was... A jerk. Mm-hmm. So the Duke was born. His mother passed at birth when he when she delivered him. She died, and um, the Duke, as he grew, had a very prominent stutter. Mm-hmm. And his father is Dick. Let's just be frank. Mm-hmm. Um, and his va- his father said that he. Was dumb. Was an imbecile. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Can you imagine saying that to your four-year-old? No. You're an idiot. Like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. This man was so unkind to his own son that he literally just had help. And the, his fa- and the Duke's father just left and just did whatever he was going to do and would come in from time to time and, you know, months would go by and he would check on him and he's like, oh, you're still an idiot. Um, mm-hmm. And eventually he was able to, with the help of some really wonderful people, overcome and learn to manage mm-hmm. his speech impediment. And his father died without any real reconciliation between them. Mm-hmm. And so he has spent his life being angry at a man um, who really had all of the impact in the world on him, mm-hmm. but he didn't want him to. So mm-hmm. he's trying to manage all of those feelings. <coughs> and Mixed with the fact that he just inherited his title. Right. And he doesn't even want to be called the Duke because his dad mm-hmm. was such a terrible, like in his, his frame of reference, right. his father was a terrible person. Right. And so he doesn't even want to be referenced as the Duke of Hastings. He's just mm-hmm. like, please don't. Um, but so he has made this like pact with himself that he is not going to have children mm-hmm. because he does not want to be the same person his father was. And right. I think so many people have, can have that kind of frame of reference. Um, I can see the mistakes that my mother made and I don't want to be like that mm-hmm. i know the household that i grew up in with my stepfather and i try very hard to remind myself that i don't want to be that way mm-hmm. and it can be hard because sometimes mm-hmm. i can go too far the other direction right um but so he is like made this pact that he's not mm-hmm. going to be that way and he tells daphne that he won't have children mm-hmm. can't have children and i didn't realize how little women were aware of the act of intercourse until Mm. these books. And I was like, wait, what? That her mother has this talk with her. And it's worse than the birds and the bees. Oh my gosh. It was like, just let him do his thing. (laughs) It'll hurt the first time. It won't be so bad the next time. Like this goes there. It's not a big deal. It's your wifely duty. Like, that's practically it. There's no nothing. (laughs) I mean, I don't even think I really had those conversations with my mother. Uh, But that was it. Like, it was, Mm -hmm. like, very little information. Mm -hmm. And so the first time that they, like, have relations as a married couple, he doesn't do... How far do we get in this podcast, Kara? (laughs) Good Lord. He pulls out. Because, well, that's and they say he yeah. spills his seed in the bed. Like, he does not, he, know, he knows that that's how you make a baby, and she has no clue yet. But it does mm-hmm. dawn on her eventually, like, oh my gosh, you're doing this on purpose. It's not that you can't mm-hmm. have children, it's mm-hmm. that you won't have children. Mm-hmm. And she is slowly but surely, like, pulling all of this out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, because she wants him to be better than that, and I, she knows that, I don't really know how she, I mean, it's a novel, whatever. But she knows that, like, that's part of his, like, journey to healing. Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to come to that realization that he doesn't have to be that same man his mm-hmm. father was. He mm-hmm. can be better than that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. 
And so each so if you get the Kindle versions, then you get a second epilogue. So cuz I don't want to give it all away. Mm. Agreed. And so that's a hint like if Amazon you want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I spend lots of version. books. I spend lots of books. I spend lots of money on Amazon books. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so you know they have. I think they had like what five kids. It ended up to be actually or something like that. Because in the, well, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> um, but so their story ends up that like they heal kind of each other because Daphne is this kind of prude and Mm -hmm. he draws that out of her to be more sort of in tune with herself and wanting to please him and herself and right and she heals him in the way of like you had nothing to do with what your father's insecurities were it wasn't Mm -hmm. about you it was him and so and then they have like this beautiful relationship (laughs) I know and then book two is Anthony. Mm-hmm. And he's, like I was saying, he is trying to court Edwina. But he and Kate sort of have this, like... Would he banter? It's a little bit love-hate. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit flirty, a little bit I hate you. It's very, like, hot-cold angsty I think it's because she not necessarily that she's off limits but he made it known up front that he was interested in Edwina and wanted to make advances towards Edwina and wanted to court Edwina but then he's like real flirty with the sister on the side which is a no no mm-hmm. it just is mm-hmm. really in anyone's book <laughs> I mean, really, in any time period. Right. It's just not acceptable. The interesting part about this that's not shown in the series is the interesting way that Colin is related in here. Like, how he he really is inserted a lot more in their story than in the series. Of how he sort of introduces himself to Kate and then sort of is like, you're a lot like my brother. Here's Anthony. Right. <laughs> you should talk to him. And so he, I feel like he sort of initiates this like weird relationship between the two right. of them. Plus Kate has put it upon herself that she must approve the suitor. Right. For because Edwina. her father had passed. And so mm-hmm. her mother or her stepmother, mm-hmm. um, was managing it by herself and she Mm -hmm. wanted to be a a good you know even keeled unbiased opinion of a of a spouse for her sister Mm -hmm. and so i'm not completely done with it but i know how it ends that they end up getting together so it's interesting (laughs) to me and i won't go into too much detail and honestly it's i'm a few books ahead so some of it gets kind of like miscombobulated and jumbled Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. um but like in the series we know how it plays out and that's not how it plays out in the novel like Mm -hmm. the end result is the same Mm -hmm. but how it all comes about is Mm -hmm. different 
I've heard that it's less angry. But it is, it is. Um, so it's not as angry. I've heard that the book is less angry than the show. Yes. In how it's handled. That yes. Edwina is much more forgiving of this situation is like, no, you should. You should go be with him. Right. Versus in the show, she's like, I hate you. And- right. It's very angry and <laughs> teenage hormones. Uh, yes. <laughs> Because she's like, she's like super young. I think she's 14. Yeah. In the, in the, in that, um, mm-hmm. no, in that second novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just, yeah, and Anthony's got some years on her. Mm-hmm. He's the oldest mm-hmm. Bridgerton. His mm-hmm. father's been dead like 10 years. So I think he's like 22. Yeah. He's older yeah. by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He's and between 22 and 25, I would say. I think so. But I think um, he's like more on the twenty-two-ish. But so, but even still, just, that's I mean, such a large age yeah. gap, and it's weird because, like, say he's thirty and she's twenty-three, not such a big deal, right? But fourteen, yeah, twenty. She is not only is she still growing physically, but like every other way. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and that feels very, very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe for that time, not so much, but now mm-hmm. I'm like. Mm, that's a big that's a big age difference um we forgot to mention the other sort of weaved in part of this is lady whistledown oh my gosh how did we forget <laughs> so that you oh, know it's there's high no society. newspapers right so it's high society and there's not like a dear annie but there's a Lady Whistledown, who writes kind of society gossip around town. A little pamphlet, right. And Um, it's delivered door to door. And you pay 10 cents for a I love that they say that the first, like, she she delivered three times a week. Mm -hmm. uh, And the first two weeks, she didn't charge. She wanted to get people hook, line, and sinker. Um, and then after two weeks, she started charging ten cents piece, mm-hmm. and people were, people were all, were all in because mm-hmm. I wanted to know if she like. So you get sucked in because you're like, oh god, is she writing about me? I need to know what she's writing about me. Mm-hmm. And she and she wrote all names, so she didn't use abbreviations and right. Miss D and Miss S and whatever. Nope, it's Lady Bridgerton, mm-hmm. Duke of Hastings, Lady Featherington. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I almost named my car. Per- I almost named my car Daphne when I got it. She's bougie, and I just was like, "Yeah, she needs a, a little mm-hmm. highfalutin name there." Mm-hmm. And I went with Pearl instead. But anyway, <laughs> I really almost did name it Daphne. Have you ever named a car? I've mm-hmm. never named my car until now, yeah, and I yeah. refer her by her name all the time. <laughs> I really. Too. And I the kids not. do too. They're like, stop yelling, Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's late, y'all. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. I know. We like jam-packed a lot in this weekend. Okay, can we just talk about this? Have y'all ever had a girls weekend and things do not go as planned? Right? It happens. It happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. This weekend has not been like that. And I... I'm so happy. It made my heart so full. I have missed my friend so much. (laughs) We got a hotel room. We got a beautiful Mm -hmm. hotel. 
we had dinner and drinks. We went and did mini golf at this place in Richmond called Hotel Green. Shout out Hotel Green. It was so fun. It was an experience like none other. Mm-hmm. Um, the ambiance was great. The mm-hmm. food was fantastic. I had a boozy root beer float, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Very heavy, but it was good. Um, what else? We Oh, we made a last-minute decision to go see Titanic in the theaters for its 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. We didn't get back to our hotel until like 1.30. <laughs> in the morning. In yes. the morning. Yeah. Um, and then we got up this morning and had breakfast and stopped at Target and came back to the house. And then we had plans to go see the Book of Mormon on Broadway, which was incredible, mm-hmm. as long as you're not too uptight. Yes, it's <laughs> Very quite satirical. a It's phenomenal. It was written by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the gentleman who wrote um, South Park. Mm-hmm. Um, phenomenal. Um, and then we went to this amazing dinner at this restaurant in Richmond called La Grotta. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a five course meal that, oh my gosh. Every course was to die for. It was phenomenal. I was telling Ami about it when we came, when we came in and he was like, wait, you had five things? And you're like, yes. <laughs> I said, and Karen and I mostly just shared. I said, I really didn't eat much off of Ronnie's plate because he has a cold. So I was like, we're just, I'll share from Kara. But we do that mm-hmm. anyway, typically. Yeah, like, I mean, try this. Because <laughs> we're foodies. I know. But so we did dinner and then we went back to Hotel Green. Mm-hmm. I really wanted a t shirt. And I'm, thank you for letting me go back because I was <laughs> kicking myself for not getting a t-shirt because they were so cute and mm. i just i loved it so much so we went back to hotel green got a t-shirt we came home and then immediately like got to work and you know got everything set up mm. and got everything ready to go but like things don't always go smoothly mm-hmm. and i feel like this weekend and i knock on wood god help me <laughs> But things have just been, it's been so good. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't always go this way. No. And usually um, we're like, oh, God, time has slipped away from us. Yeah. And, and I feel like we packed as much in as we possibly mm-hmm. could. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure we could have, like, n- nudged one more thing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, like, like last minute, like, decision to go see Titanic, mm-hmm. that just made my heart so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just great. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, wait, there's a showing at 9.50. We Let's can, go. We can make that. Let's go. <laughs> like, I love that kind of thing. My husband would die if I, I mean, I told him. I was like, hey, they're showing Titanic for the 25th anniversary. And he was like, seriously? I have a 75-inch TV. <laughs> Shut up. I don't care about your TV and your surround sound. I want to go sit in a theater with a greasy bucket of popcorn. And we did. <laughs> and we got these and huge drinks and drank like a quarter of A fraction of, of it. <laughs> Um, but I can ugly cry in a theater and it's just fine. <laughs> it was such a like spontaneous slash planned, which makes no sense. I know. Weekend. It was a little of both. It was perfect. Yes. It was perfect. Like even shopping at Target today. We, I mean, were- we even got time to read. We sat and read for like half an hour before we were like, okay, we probably should like get going. Go and- get breakfast and get checked out. But even like going through Target, like we went to go get scones and we got cold medicine for one and I got body wash for one and uh, we were looking and we got like little espresso cups and and Mm -hmm. saucers and a little Mm -hmm. teapot and we're just, Mm -hmm. 
unnecessary kind of but well i mean they were for our pictures so (laughs) so not unnecessary no all justified cute they are cute you'll see them in our photos yeah we'll we'll post those (laughs) but y'all i just i loved it so much and i'm Mm -hmm. glad that i can be here and i'm glad that Mm -hmm. i'm glad that husbands made it work (laughs) yes and I can shout out to my 14 year old who babysat this weekend. Yes. Without argument. He was excited to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told you, he told me, he's like, they, they, Sarah and Levi hog Jackson. <laughs> I don't get one on one time with Jackson. I mean, you got all the one on one time, buddy. You have it all. Have at it. Mm-hmm. Until Jackson calls crying because he misses <laughs> us. My mommy, I want my mommy. <laughs> Poor guy. It's been a long weekend for him, too. <laughs> it has. But I needed some time to myself because it's been a lot around here that we've been yeah. kind of fielding. And it's like we always have these things that, like, just come up. And so it's been good to just, like, have a break. Unplug. Breathe. Like, really unplug. Mm-hmm. I mean, my phone, like, literally And breathe. <laughs> and just not... <clears throat> it's different. Mm-hmm. And even, like, uh, like I said, I was like, we should get a hotel. Because even if we had stayed the night here, mm-hmm. which would have been fine, mm-hmm. they were... I need you. I need this. We're going to be doing dishes and mm-hmm. changing diapers. Mm-hmm. No, that's not unplugging. No. Like, I love them. I love them all. But I, sometimes I just need a timeout. Mm-hmm. Like a real timeout. Mm-hmm. Like you were like... How much would it be? For and me I was telling Kay, so when we were we were having like drinks last night, and I was like, I to- I totally had a moment. Like I think it was like maybe a month ago, and I was like, I got on my phone. I was like, let's see, how much would it be for Kay and I to go to Punta Cana for a weekend? <laughs> I mean, just because I was like, I just want to get away. I know. <laughs> I know, and it's hard because, like, I know that you really haven't connected with people here, mm-hmm. and not to, like, guilt trip you, but you left me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, and I would say this all the time, like, it's hard to make friends. It's mm-hmm. hard to make new friends. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit like I'm trying to replace you by trying to find new friends. <laughs> but, like, like the meme I mm-hmm. sent you earlier, like, sometimes the text is not good enough. I just mm-hmm. need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's weird. It's weird mm-hmm. to, like... I need people. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like, I can't see, like, before I saw you every single day, practically. Mm-hmm. If not six days a week, seven days a week. Right. Most days a week. Um, that it's just, it's weird. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I was like, I just, I need my friends. <laughs> I need my friends. I know. Can I just say, I cannot wait for my birthday. <laughs> uh, me, Katara, I turned 40 this year. And we're taking a cruise. And we have invited most of our friends. There's a handful of people that were like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of drama involved <laughs> that we would like to avoid. Mm-hmm. And they probably don't listen to this, so I don't really care. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's terrible. Now everybody's going to be like, oh my God, am I one of those? <laughs> Is that me? I didn't get an invite. <laughs> Um, but so we invited a ton of people and you get to go and Ange gets, I cannot wait for you to meet Ange. She mm-hmm. is a little tiny spitfire, and I, I just I'm like we've only met virtually. I know. I'm like I just can't wait to have like, I kid you not, like 
I'm going to schedule one-on-one time. <laughs> like, we just need to go sit up. There's a serenity deck, and it's adults only, no children allowed. Mm. And they have, like, those big egg chair recliner seats. And So I'm in a couple of, well, we're both in a couple of, like, book related Facebook groups. Yeah. And there was one, I think it was over the summer, that they were like, okay, ladies, I'm going on a cruise. What books do I bring? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, even if we go sit in the sunshine in a recliner for mm-hmm. an hour and re- like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, mm-hmm. bring me a drink, sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Like, I just want to be able to do all of my favorite things with my favorite people. Mm-hmm. And it really is like, it's not undivided time, obviously, but. Because our all of the families will be there, right. but um, I'm just I'm so excited to like mm-hmm. at any point in time be like, where are you? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm excited to go away. We haven't gone away like I mean we go on a beach trip every year, but this past year it got cut short because yeah. we had to go deal with my dad and <clears throat> all that kind of fun stuff. And so like we haven't been away. <laughs> We went to um, the mountains a year ago. A year ago. Mm-hmm. A year is too long. Let's be frank. It is. It is. And so, and with starting a job, a new job, like it's, you're fighting this like, well, I need to accrue time and yeah. figuring that out. And now with my mom being sick, like navigating what does that look like with my time? It's just all of the things. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm looking forward to that and being able to have that time and my mom's going on the trip so that'll be good yeah she's been dying to go away with us and so it'll all be good and I know I'm glad I've been praying for her and I'm really just hoping that she's well enough to go mm-hmm. I mean it would stink for her not to be able to go for all of the reasons right mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the fact that she's not healthy enough to, to attend right. or the financial reasons that mm-hmm. it would be disappointing that she couldn't attend mm-hmm. or just all of the things mm-hmm. right um but it, yeah, I can't imagine being in that position and being kind of in that fra- the frailty of the human body mm-hmm. um, and just being able to like, again, unplug and get away and kind of escape all of those mm-hmm. things for even just mm-hmm. a couple days, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I know. I feel like we were like two teenagers last night. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. <laughs> two, two legally able to drink yeah. teenagers. <laughs> Yeah, no, I had a blast. Me too. We have to plan again. I know. This needs to be a yearly thing. I swear. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll have to find another show. <laughs> I know we have six in July. Maybe we need to plan a a hotel time in Charlotte. I would totally be down for that. <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. Maybe we can finally go to one of those bars that I always drop people off at. <laughs> I, I Uber. <laughs> I Uber. I drop people off at lots of places. Uh, mostly bars. Mm-hmm. Or apparently there's a male strip club called Scorpio. Oh. I picked up a whole bridal party from there and then took them to cookout. <laughs> Fun. All drunk. They needed the fast food to soak that up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, maybe maybe July is it. Maybe. Sorry, hun. <laughs> Sorry. I know. We kind of got off on a tangent. But that's okay. Sorry, y'all. 
So it's hard because Kay is so far ahead and she probably doesn't want to ruin it for me. But that's I fine. don't. So what we can do is let's say, okay, so three is Penelope. Three is and Colin. Penelope and Colin. See, and I hate that they tell you who it is. I know. But I love that it's Penn and Colin. And then four is what Bridgerton is for. You don't have to tell me who it's with. Four is... What do you mean? Like who they're paired with. You don't have to tell me who they're paired with. Oh, well, Just tell I think me what it Bridgerton tells you. Hold on. Oh. Let me look it up. I'm on airplane mode. Hold on a second. Let me go off airplane. So our phones, if it ever like vibrates or anything while we're working and recording, like interrupts. Yeah, it interrupts and the, the audio gets funky. And so we put it on airplane mode to keep that from happening. Okay. So. And we don't want to be distracted. The Duke and I is the first one. The Viscount who loved me. Mm, when he was wicked that's not right that didn't sound right no this is not in order i don't think let me go back i know an offer from a gentleman oh that's colin and Penn. no that's benedict oh yeah they're the oh that's right the show is in different order than yes yes and then number four is romancing Mr. Bridgerton, which is Penelope and Colin. Benedict's story, actually, so it says an offer from a gentleman, Benedict's story. I really loved this one. And I won't give any details, but it was unexpected in the sweetest way. And I just really liked it. Um, I, okay, so next was romancing Mr. Bridgerton is Penn and Colin's story. And to Sir Philip with love. Nope. And then next was when he was wicked. Wait. No. It's to Sir oh, Philip. Gosh, they're all out of order love. here. Yes. So this is Eloise. So to Sir Philip with love is Eloise. And then next is Francesca and Michael when he was wicked. And then it's in his kiss. Is Hyacinth, which makes breaks my heart a little bit. Because in the first one, she's like eight years old. Mm-hmm. Stop growing, would you? And then on the way to the wedding is eight. Is Gregory, which is the last sibling. Wait, it says, and apparently, why does it say there's a nine? There is a nine, and it says... Where is it? Is it the prequel? There's a couple of novellas. There's one called The Bridgertons Happily Ever After. Oh, that says the collection. Where is that? We may or not put this in. One through nine. The Bridgertons Happily Ever After is number nine. Okay. But it's not listed... On Goodreads, it's not listed as its own independent book, so let's look it up. Well, something else said that that number nine was the whole collection. Bridgerton's Happily Ever After. Oh, it's, oh, okay, so it's one, it's the novellas put together. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Which is kind of nice that they do that. Yeah, I like when they do that. To have all the short novellas separately. Yeah, also, um, Julia Quinn, when she wrote the first, not when she wrote the novels, because they've been out for quite some time, Mm -hmm. she had epilogues for each one. But in the Kindle app, in the download, she Mm -hmm. has written a second epilogue, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit like Choose Your Own Adventure, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. um, because it's different from the original epilogue Mm -hmm. and it's expanded on, which I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And it gives you like a twist of like, you know, you always wonder how things turn out, mm-hmm. um, either in real life or not in real life or a mm-hmm. novel version. Um, and yeah, I just love that that was an like that's an mm-hmm. option. So in mm-hmm. the Kindle series, if you download those, um, yeah, there's a second, a little sneak second epilogue, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I think you will, too. Yeah, I really enjoyed this, so far, this series, so I'm going to keep reading on, of course, in the meantime of all the other things, and I have read, so, um, I've read some pretty good NetGalley ones lately, um, that have been, like, twisty, turny, psychological thriller stuff, um, so, let me, um, what have you been reading, like, apart from... Oh, I've just been sucked in Bridgerton. Oh, okay. So, like I was explaining that because the, in the Kindle app, you can buy them like in sets of three. So I got one through three and then four through six. And then I don't, I don't know if I bought the last ones. Anyway, uh, but because like it just runs into the, it doesn't run into the next book. It clearly there's an ending, but you don't have to like exit and then go find another book to read. You just continue. Right. Because they're all together. So I just kept reading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So I stopped and started, and I had a couple of NetGalleys that were going to be published, and so I had to kind of read them. And so one of them was The Hunter, and that I gave five stars. All of these I gave five stars. Um, and so that one was, um, it's by Jennifer Herrera. And so um, it's about a detective who she is suspended and she goes back to her hometown um, because there's some mysterious deaths and her brother, who's a detect- uh, police officer in her hometown, asks her to come and like help investigate and there's all kinds of crazy weird things and um, it looks like it's not a suicide but it was ruled a suicide and... All these, like, it's a little mystical at sometimes, and so that was kind of challenging at times. Okay, but, um, I it can was it was good. And then I read "What Have We Done" by Alex Finlay, and that was a five star, but it was intense. I mean, like every twist and turn had me like guessing. I know that name, Alex Finlay. Mm-hmm. So this one was about five kids who grew up together in a group home for orphan children and they're like targeted by someone. I read The Night Shift by him. Mm. It was so good. Yeah, this one was really good. I was real creepy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I mean, this was kind of creepy too, the way that it worked out. So that was a good one. And then the last one that I read was What Lies in the Woods and that one blew my mind i mean the ending i was not expecting what lies in the woods yep it's by kate alice marshall it actually just got reviewed i think by maybe reese's book club 
or okay. um, one of those kind of book club kind I'm of things. I'm going to add it to my list. Um, it does have, I will say, it does have some like trigger warnings, so beware. But oh yeah, that one was so released um, in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read it post-publish, but it was like, I read it while it was being published. Sure. But it was still... I'll have to share the night shift with you. Um, it has 3,900 five-star reviews. Oh, my goodness. All, it of, was all so three of those good. I gave five stars because they were one, so good. Yeah, so this one came out March of last year. Mm. And I was looking to see if there's a little summary because I'm not always great at summarizing. I know I had to look back at my reviews that I did to kind of remind myself. Oops. It said New Year's Eve, 1999. A digital apocalypse is expected, which if you lived through Y2K, you know, it's weird. Um, it says, but at a blockbuster video in New Jersey, four teenagers working late at the store are attacked and only one survives. Police identify a suspect, or the boyfriend of one of the victims who flees and is never seen again. Fifteen years later, more employees are attacked mm. in the same town and again only one makes it out alive. And it was like, so it's like in the aftermath of the, the latest crime, three people intersect, the lone survivor of the blockbuster massacre, the brother of the fugitive accused, and an FBI agent mm-hmm. who kind of like digs mm-hmm. in to like mm-hmm. solve it. It just was so unexpected. Mm-hmm. I, I, n- I never would have guessed. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Mm-hmm. Alex Finley nails it. Like, really? I think I read that when we mm-hmm. were camping, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I need another one. Mm-hmm. So, no, I totally get it. Yes. And so, for next month, what we're going to do, we have ne- we realized that we've never done a true crime story. And both of us are, like, true How crime junkies. How is that junkies. possible? I know. I, I don't know. I listened to Anatomy of Murder, like, for three hours on my drive here. <laughs> I know. I I have three true crime podcasts that I currently listen to. I have a couple on my, like, queue, but these are my three main ones. I have True Crime Garage, um, Morbid, and and That's Why We Drink. And so... Oh, see, I haven't listened to That's Why We Drink. Cause, and I am in the camp of... I listen to Anatomy of Murder. Mm-hmm. I listen to The Deck. Mm-hmm. And then there's one more I can't think of. But I really liked the it's deck. It's the one about the um, falsely accused people, right? Josh likes that one. Um, there's another one that I've been listening to. But I really liked the deck. And I didn't understand the pre- I had never heard of the premise, really. Um, in, um, in that they take unsolved cases mm-hmm. and make decks of cards oh so rather than the king of hearts being a king of hearts they put daniel davidson from wisconsin who was murdered in 1984 Mm, interesting in those states so they would put his card in wisconsin and they would have a whole wisconsin deck in wisconsin prisons Um, to like put their faces and their names in front mm-hmm. of, you know, inmates mm-hmm. that if potentially there was information, they're like, oh, I remember that guy mm-hmm. that maybe could drum up some leads. And mm-hmm. so there's so many states that have them available. And so um, they're shorter. They're like half hour episodes mm-hmm. because they're all unsolved. Mm-hmm. 
And so I just, I, I just inhale them. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. They were very good. I really liked them. I've started the prosecutor or prosecutors and that one's pretty good too, but it's a little intellectualized cause it's two prosecutors who do it. So yeah. you have to kind of be a little bit aware of like some legal jargon sure. stuff, but that one's pretty good too. It's called Counterclock. That's oh. the other one I was listening to. And that's also an audio Chuck one mm-hmm. with Ashley Flowers. But it, there's another girl that um, like researches mm-hmm. and hosts and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that one was very good. Um, the first season was longer. And then the most recent two seasons, she just like dumped. Like binge them all. Here they oh. are. Which I like because I listen mm-hmm. to like... I'll listen on the way from school to the house. Mm-hmm. And so I might only get half an episode in. Mm-hmm. And then I rewind it like a minute the next day so I can like refresh a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finish it on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I, that was a series I really enjoyed. Um, but I got to the point in Anatomy of Murder that I was all caught up. And so I like hit pause and then found something else to delve into Mm -hmm. and now i'm at a point where there's i think three months of episodes that i'm like Mm. catching up back i can yeah Mm -hmm. i can kind of i can binge them more easily Mm -hmm. or at the gym i walked on the treadmill Mm -hmm. and and just that's i've started walking your butt listen to the podcasts and stuff like that so so the book that we're going to do is If You Tell, and then there's like a subtitle to it. Yes. It's um, by Greg Olson. Greg Olson. And he's got several true crime books, it looks like, but he also has some fiction novels as well. Yeah. Um, so that'll be exciting for us to get into. I'm excited so to dig too. into that one. And actually, it made me wonder if that was the one that I started that I struggled a little bit. I'll have to go back and look at my Kindle and see yeah. which one it was. I'm pretty sure it's a Greg Olson novel that I started. I could be mistaken. Well, if we struggle through it, we'll just pivot. There's plenty of oh, other sure. true crimes. There's always Anne Rule, who's a great author. Yeah. I have several on my Kindle for us if Do we you? need to <laughs> pivot. I've got, so there's a couple um, South Carolina stories that I have on my mm-hmm. Kindle. One of them is, um, oh my gosh, now I'm blanking on it. Girl, it's been happening to me all night. I know. So, um, we will catch up with you next month. Yay! And um, follow us on Instagram or Facebook uh, at Books and Brunch Podcast. We have our website, booksandbrunchpodcast.com. And hit, hit up Target for some yummy scones. Right. And or email us at booksandbrunchpodcast at gmail.com. We always want to hear from you and hear what your suggestions are recipes or books or both and we'll see you next month see you next time or talk to you next time